I I should stop signing. I sign I sign because it's new to me. So I yeah. go, hey, sure thing, buddy. You've been waiting outside my bus for three hours, and in my head, I'm like, you, you can't be that big of a fan. Yeah. How much money do they get from my autograph? Well, you'd be surprised. Well, they're waiting for you to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lovely thing to say. I did a podcast with uh, Kevin, Kevin, uh, Smith. Kevin Smith yesterday. And it's both, a hard name to remember, I know. Yeah. <laughs> both of us celebrated Nathan ad nauseum. Because if it wasn't for Nathan, Nathan, we wouldn't have never gotten you. Because oh. Nathan was a fan of Kevin's and was like, Dad, you have to do his movie. And Nathan right. was a fan of mine. He's like, Dad, you have to watch the Machine Story. I did. Well, yeah. listen to the thing, that's the thing. When I was first approached, I said, who's Bert Kreischer? And Nathan said, oh, I listened to his podcast. Yeah. And he did some story that, I don't know, 40 million, 80 52 million, 52 was the last time we million. saw last night. Watch it. So that's what I watched. And I'm predisposed to lo love stand-up comedians yeah. as an actor because it's so brave. You're just out there by yourself. Uh, and you rise and fall on your own merits. So aside from loving comedy, but I'm fascinated by the job of being a stand-up comedian. There's a wonderful story about an actor who's doing Hamlet, and he's just dreadful. He's so bad, the audience starts shifting in its seats, going through the programs. Eventually, they get to the point where they're just booing him outright in hostility. And in frustration, he turns to the audience and says, what do you want? I didn't write this shit. <laughs> Which is so, it really shows how actors have someone, well, it's a bad director or whatever they want. Stand-up comedians, boy. But you don't really, what I thought was interesting, first of all, the audience was wrapped. You just had them, and that's a joy to see. But uh, you weren't like, like a traditional stand-up comedian with, you know, setup, yeah. punchline, kind of, you were telling this, it was really funny, but it was the story. I just couldn't believe the story. I like good stories. That's why I think that's why I connected with you because then I think you guys know this. Ladies and gentlemen, brand new episode of Something's Burning. I have the Hamels with me, Mary Lou, Chelsea, and Mark. Not all of the Hamels, we're missing two, and we're missing three dogs, but, and the three dogs should be here because I don't think I ever spent a moment without those dogs. <laughs> but, uh, but you're a great storyteller. I remember, I remember, you know, when I first met him, I said, I remember I was like, wait, there was a person inside R2-D2? And, and you were like, what did you think that was? And I was like, I don't know, like a robot? And he was like, it was 1977. No, there was a human. And he goes, there, and, he goes and then he looks at me and goes, you know there was someone inside C-3PO. I was like, that's a dude? And he was like, I knew him very well. Yeah. Well, uh, the story is so outrageous. What's so compelling about it is it, it happened. And the way you relate it yeah. is so... You have a very conversational style on stage. You're just like in a room with five other people telling the story. So I read the script and I thought, this is just, it's not like I've never read anything like this before. Really? Never. I mean, normally you, you, you say, what's the script like? Oh, well, it's, there's a monster. It's kind of like Alien, but it's set on a submarine. Yeah. You can always <laughs> describe a movie by comparing it to something else. It's yeah. Die Hard at a shopping mall. This one, I go, 
what do you compare it to? Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. And it's just, I mean, the fact that the, the springboard is the original true story. So it's based on a true story. And then, of course, we take, it just builds into, I don't know, some sort of surreal. That was Kale. That was Kale. Because when we sold the movie, I said to Kale, I said, he goes, I sold him, I sold him a different movie. And then he goes, all right, let's make a movie. And then I was like, okay. And he goes, which one do you want to make? I said, well, if you're going to let me make a movie, I want to make The Machine. And he goes, yeah, why didn't you pitch that? And I go, because, I don't know. I go, I'm, honestly, I'm afraid it'll be good. And the Russian mob will kidnap me. And, and he goes, <laughs> and he just lights up the way Kale does. Sold! So I love it! I love it! It's The Hangover meets Godfather 2. I love it! Yeah. And so that was, and so... I, I didn't even know what we sold in the moment. And then my favorite moment is shout out to Mary Parent, where we're on a casting call. We're talking about like who we're you know, you talking about names of who can play different roles and and we were just really like hadn't even gotten to the father of Mary and Mary Parent gets on the Zoom and goes leans in and goes, I'm gonna tell everyone who's gonna play Bert's father, Mark Hamill, and everyone lights up. And they're like, hold on, wait. Can we can we get him? She goes, I'm setting up a Zoom. Bert, I hope you guys get along. And I was like, oh, I don't think I have an option here to get along. But the first <laughs> thing Mark said when we got on that Zoom, and I think I think you guys were on it. Yeah, I was. He yeah, goes, I yeah, he goes, uh, why do you take your shirt off? <laughs> and it's what my dad says to this day. And then Mark goes, what? Like a nice collared shirt or a blazer would look nice. And I was like, I literally, Leanne's in the other room. I go, this is him. Well. I was pretty much in character from the minute I wrote, read the script because you want to relate to whatever character you're playing. Yeah. So I remember asking you, I kept saying things like, Shecky Green is funny with his shirt on. <laughs> yeah. Norm Crosby is funny with his shirt on. Nipsey Russell is shirt funny on. with his shirt on. I was picking comedians that are so far afield yeah. from your specialty. What's interesting is the relationship between the father and the son sort of was one of the engines that drives the narrative. Yeah. And the fact that here I am trying to influence you to become more like me, I wind up becoming unhinged and more like you. Oh, oh, I, I am so excited for people to see this movie. I, I, you know, I was in an interview and someone goes, so what was it like working with Mark? Now, first of all, there's... There's a bunch of inside stories, like the time we did the scene under the table, yeah. and it was on your solo, and his single shot, and he gets emotional, and I start crying, and, and I'm not on camera, and I start crying, and they go, awesome. They go flipping around, and Peter's like, let's get that again, do that again, and I go, do what? And he goes, the crying, I go, I don't know how to do that. And he goes, what do you mean? And he goes, you just did it. And I said, no, but he did it. I go, he did this thing with his eyes, where he made his eyes go like this a little bit, and it just, it made me cry. Really? And he goes... Okay, well, can you think you can do it? I go, I don't know. I go, Mark, can you, when we do your scene, will you do the thing with your eyes? And Mark goes, you mean act? And I go, yeah. He goes, I can definitely do that. <laughs> well, but, you don't make a false move in the movie because I'm thinking. I could do this. I can do this show. I don't even need to make a meal. Just this, keep going, Mark. <laughs> no, but this, it rises and falls on you. And I felt this way. I mean, I did a movie where I played another comedian's father. Uh, Brigsby Bear with Kyle Mooney. Yeah. And I'd seen him on Saturday Night Live, but I thought, wow, this is a really taxing kind of role of multi-dimensions. I wonder if he can pull it off. And you did a great job. The thing is, you, you have the instincts, and 
uh, you seem completely unfazed. I would have thought that was your 30th movie, not your first. Oh, well, thank you. Well, well maybe it, it's not your first. It's my first. It it's is? My first. Might be my last. <laughs> I said in an interview and they go, uh, what's it like to work with Mark Hamill? I go, he's amazing. He's amazing. I go, and they go, how is he in the movie? I go, I've got to be dead honest with you. And I didn't know what I was saying, but I go, I think people are going to think this is the best movie Mark Hamill's ever been in. And they were like, really? Better than Star Wars? And I went, oh. Well, Better than that. Corvette Summer? <laughs> More than Corvette Summer? So in, in, in celebration of our time in Serbia, and we were all there together in Serbia, I'm making a traditional American Serbian meal. So the first scene we ever did together, I make a cheeseburger. Mark is my father, critiques my cheeseburger. So I thought I'd relive that moment and see if I could do a better cheeseburger adding Serbian ingredients. So we're gonna make a Shopka salad, which is my favorite salad. Do you remember that salad? Yeah. It's my favorite salad. I wish they had it here. And we're gonna do a cheeseburger, but we're gonna do it with the traditional, do you remember those sausage things they had? Oh, yes. What were they called? Oh, I have to I Andrew, what's the name of them? Oh. And you left, of course he did. Ciabatta? No, Ciabatta. Ciabatta. I never had one, so I don't know. I know. Well, you weren't adventurous. Well, you are you going to lead part of the wrapper on the meat? I don't think it is. Yeah, I was going to take that off earlier. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Oh, no, are we going back into character real quick? No, no, it was, it was just a fly. No yeah. worries. No worries at all. So this is the Ciabatta. Yeah. And it's, it's pork. It's just a bunch of different meats, and these are the seasonings that go in with a little egg white, a little bit of garlic, and, and then we roll them in a little sausage, and I'm going to put them on top of the burger so we get a little flair of Serbia. Not much, but a flair of Serbia with a traditional American bur burger. Sorry. Well, everybody knows Serbia was standing in for Russia yeah. for this movie. Yeah. And I, for one, have no desire ever to go to Russia. <laughs> and by the way, I've been I thought you loved Putin. Well, I worked on doing... <laughs> Uh, President Zelensky asked me to be an ambassador for... Wait, you know President Zelensky? He called us on Zoom and... I was, I was kind of convinced it was going to be one of those, like, you know, Nigerian prince situations. 100%. I was like... I wouldn't know what he looks like. I, it, could be, it could be Sasha yeah, Baron Cohen, like, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll send you money. Yeah, well, he was an actor Zoom and a comedian before he became president. In fact... So there's he, hope for you, is, is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can be president. What's the name of his show? Uh, Something of the People? Yeah. Man of the People? Uh, why am I Whatever it is. He played a guy who... Servant of the People. Servant of the People. Anyway, he played a guy who went on a rant and was caught on somebody's phone. And it went viral. For know, real? Anti, no, in, in, in his... In his act. In his movie. That's yeah. so funny. That was the initial pitch of... Uh, that was part of the machine. Mm. Of how I got in trouble. Keep well, going. Well, it goes viral, and he winds up w winning this election and becoming president of... Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. So, life imitates art. Yeah. That, 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 that was, was a TV his... series, a hit TV series, and then he's doing stand-up, he's doing all the stuff that you do, and then he ran for real, and he won. Was he cool with you on the phone? or was Very he Very cool, yeah. He doesn't he just... really speak English, so there was an just interpreter, that. so it's yeah. hard to have like a conversation, but he's super sweet. Anyway, I, the reason I brought it up is I'm not too popular with... Uh, Putin? Yeah, I get it. I mean, <laughs> the, the replies, because you know, all I'm doing is I'm raising money for Hydran drones that, that are for use for reconnaissance. Not, they're not lethal drones. And she, as you know, was there every day that we shot. She Chelsea? Did, yeah. what was the Chelsea was there. Did Chelsea was did there. That? Chelsea I was there more than me. The Star Wars, is that's how it got started, is that you needed somebody to go with you seven, for eight or seven. Nine. When did you guys get together? 
I met Mark before the film came out, and he told me, oh, I'm in this film. And I go, I'm in this film. You know, in Hollywood, everyone's in a film. Yeah. Tell her about, tell them about your film. Oh, I was, I cleaned Sam Spiegel's teeth. She's a dental hygienist. Dental hygienist. That's and he goes, you want to be in my film? So I said, sure. He said, go to Paramount on such and such day. If anyone asks, just say yes. So I get dressed. It's what, 1940s? So, the Last Tycoon. With Robert De Niro. Really? Yeah, and Jack Not Nicholson. Not only did she get it, Jesus. they gave her a line. So the director was Ilya Kazan. So For he real? said yeah. to me, are you in SAG? I go, yes. So he gave me lines. My lines are with John Carradine. Yeah. <laughs> what, and I'm what, telling what do you, you do you know how I... many struggling female actors there are out there that would kill to be in a movie like that? That's Robert crazy. Yeah. Ilya I forgot to ask for credit, though. And Mark thought maybe uh, they would dub me. They didn't dub me, but yeah. I have no credit. For so, real? Yeah. And so then you meet him. But she also I had no desire to pursue a career in acting, yeah. which is what attracted me to her. Because the relationships I had before were always with people in the same business as me. Yeah. That, uh, Leanne, that's hard. Leanne, Leanne had wanted to do acting and, and start writing scripts, and then when I met her, I was like, I, don't know. I, was, I was like, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't date an actress. I had a hard time working with actresses. I couldn't. That was why. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I was with, uh, I was, I was with Eva, and we were about to do a scene. And you know me, I'm never focused. I'm right. all over the place. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> hard to believe. <laughs> you unfocused. I was all over the place, and we're about to do a scene where she's got to do something super serious, and I'm like. Hey, do you dream in English or do you dream in? And and she goes, I'm 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 in character. And I went, well, as right as your character. And she goes, I, I I need to start all over. And I was like, wait, I didn't realize that like real actors sometimes take a minute. Yeah. I just was like, you're not playing yourself in this movie. So she's great in the movie. She is. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, she's wonderful. All right, so these look like little sausages, but I'm gonna make them thin so they go on top of them, and then we'll sear them up. We'll put them on the burgers. It's gonna be fantastic. Right. And you notice I just caught myself from cursing in front of you guys. You can curse. I know, but it feels <laughs> weird still. Where did you find Peter Tensio, the director of the machine? Um, Kale. Kale was like, I've been trying to work with this guy forever, and he responded to the script. I think we're good with those. He goes, he responded to the script. And, and uh, I want him. And he goes, meet with him and tell me if you like him. And I met with him. And the first thing he said is, what kind of music do you think should be in this movie? And I went, ooh, I like thinking like mm -hmm. that. We talked about music for a while and what music we liked and what music was popular at the time. Uh, and at the time, if I'm not mistaken, there were some issues with the script on like, I think at the time it was me getting kidnapped with my best friend. Mm. And it didn't work. And Peter's like, it's not working. Oh, oh, hold on, I'll tell you. Give me a sec. Sorry, I'm washing my hands. Which I don't normally do, but for you guys, I'm definitely doing <laughs> I watched uh, Peter's work uh, on that Keenan. Keenan Peel. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Well, that's what I said. Well, he knows comedy, that's yeah. for sure. So Peter and I get on the, uh, on the Zoom. It's in the pandemic, so no one's got any other meetings to go to. It's sunset. It's like the sun setting. We have a drink and we start talking and we inevitably start talking about our dads. And both our dads were men raised by men who had boys that didn't, didn't turn into the men they thought they were gonna get. 
You know, like I think I'm just a different guy than my dad, and Peter's a very, very different guy than his dad. And we talked about the struggles of that, of like, of like how to tell your parent you want to be an actor, or how you tell your parent you want to be a comedian, or, or just get any of the struggles that came along with that. And it was it was a really open and honest conversation. And then after that, we got this writer Kevin Beagle, who we start talking to, and he's like, you know. Um, I think this could be, I think the missing ingredients is not Bert and his best friend get kidnapped by the Russian mafia. It's Bert and his dad. And as soon as he said Bert and his dad, they sh everything shifted. Mm. And I'm being serious. I think we were greenlit a month later. Mm. I mean, it was like crazy. And then uh, things just fell into place. It was insane how lucky, I mean, I guess every movie's luck. You know? It's All kind of, those elements coming together. Yeah, and luck. Yeah, really. it's luck because, I mean, I don't, I don't think... I don't think with a I don't think with a different director and a different set of actors I could have accessed the amount of emotion I did in the movie, and I definitely wouldn't have had as much fun. I think that was the number one thing. Yeah. Is like, I don't know if it's because we, we were in Serbia during a pandemic, but we immediately turned into a family. I remember the first time I had a party, and I, I said to the group I invited Mark and Mary Lou and Chelsea. But I, I doubt they'll come. And as I said that, you guys walked in the door. Or someone comes, your truck pulled down to the bottom and they go, Mark's here. And I was like, what? What? Shut up. And then you were like, I love pizza. And we're like, what? they eat pizza, everybody. They eat pizza. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird having an expectation of what? First of all, how freaking weird was that people shoving stuff in your car the other day? Wow. Yeah, well. Don't <laughs> start me on that. My blood curdles. It's just. That's and I, I didn't even go into detail because I, I just retweeted it with the hashtag, the downside of celebrity. What I didn't say was they followed me all the way home. So More from Hollywood. What is that, 26 miles? From Swarmed my car at every stoplight and every red light. And now they know where I live. Oh. I, we pulled over and I said, look, I'll sign one more thing, but I want to see you turn around and don't go up my hill to Good my luck. house. Good luck. But I mean, people... They can find out where yeah, you live if out. they want to, oh, but I got, still. I got doxxed. I got doxxed. They found out where I lived, uh, put it on the internet, and I kind of helped them find it a little bit. I'd say <laughs> stuff like, yeah, there's a jack-in-box right behind my house next oh, to good. the Starbucks. And everyone's Clues. like, wait, are you on... And I was like... How did you figure that out? And they're like, there's only a couple jackets and boxes in LA. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so. And um, I might as well inscribe them all. Best wishes to eBay. Yeah, because they're already on people, eBay. People yeah, were sending the... me screenshots of the items that I had signed hours earlier. Are you serious? Yeah. Already on See, eBay. he used to always want to sign because he thought they would be fans. And I can usually, Chelsea and I have good meters we yeah. can tell well she also takes pictures of people i do i take photos because one time when we were at sundance he kept getting swarmed so i was taking photos of everyone he signed for and then they would appear later and be like oh that's not me that's my twin brother i'm like oh how convenient that you have a story and everyone seems to have a twin okay everyone seems to have a twin i i i should stop signing i sign i sign because it's new to me so i yeah. go hey sure thing buddy you've been waiting outside my bus for three hours and in my head i'm like you, you can't be that big of a fan yeah how much money do they get from my autograph? Well, you'd be surprised. Well, they're waiting for you to die. <laughs> well, that's a lovely thing to say. The value shoots right through the roof. I'm going to play into that next time. Oh, I'm but not feeling so good, man. My heart's been like, what do you think a heart attack feels like? And they're like, can you sign more? Can you sign more? They're waiting for you to die. Oh. Uh,
There's your promo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is the promo. We got the promo. My movie, The Machine, is in theaters this weekend. You can go to themachine.movie to get your tickets. On Thursday the 25th, we'll be doing a limited live stream from the red carpet that'll air roughly 30 minutes before the movie starts. So like I said, go to the machine.movie and see if there's a theater near you that's holding the live stream. But on the 26th, the 27th, and 28th is its wide release. Please, I think you're gonna love this movie. It is unexpected, it is funny, there is action, there is killing, there is drugs, Mark Hamill snorts coke. Let me tell you, I promise you, this is gonna be a movie you like. So go to the machine.movie, get your tickets, and I'll see you at the movies. Do you remember the Shopka salad? A little bit. I, I haven't had it. A little bit. I haven't had it forever, and I'm, no. I'm, I'm trying to make it on my own, and I hope, I, I hope to God I'm doing it right. Where'd you get the recipe? Online. My memory. Oh, okay. No, online, online. Do you know how hard it is to try to spell Shopska? <laughs> yeah. When we don't even have their alphabet, I don't think. The, um, you need an umlaut or, yeah. or the O with a line through it. So do you, are you, here's the crazy thing. Oh, wait, are you guys coming to the premiere? I am. I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are like, ah, oh, I wish he hadn't asked this question. Come uh, be there. So that may be not in every aspect of it. Oh, he's gonna you, come high. <laughs> I thought no. I want to see it with an audience, but again, based on what you saw, recent events, we're thinking, yeah, we're trying to figure out go, a way to. And it's not me. It's it's the market for memorabilia. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So like that makes me never want to go anywhere. Yeah, I, I I can actually understand that entirely. I think it's still so new to me that I get, like I, I saw a celebrity the other day, uh, Edward Norton, Yeah. and I geeked out. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, Edward Norton! And you can see that, you know, you forget when it happens to me, it's still very new. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Well, you wanna have a shot? Let me give you my phone number. But like, you can see that he was like, he was like, this happens quite often to me, and I'm not entirely sure I wanna do it anymore. So he didn't offer you his phone number? He did not. Oh. Do you know who I was hanging out with? 20 minutes before that, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, okay. he's very nice. <laughs> I forgot I can't impress you. No, well, I mean, you're like, yeah, he's I a thought, good guy. No, no, I thought you knew that story. You know, very early in his career, he had just done, um, you know, the bodybuilding movie. Pumping Iron. Okay, so he hadn't really become the term, any of those things. And basically, he was just asking me advice about, you know, how he could succeed in Hollywood. And you know we talked for a while, and I said, "Well, can I be really honest with you? I mean, I'm not saying this to hurt your feelings. I'm just giving you what I believe." I is. know this story. And I said, <laughs> first of all, um, you really should work on your accent." <laughs> now you can always play German or Austrian or whatever, but if you can lose the accent, that immediately opens up the amount of roles you'll be considered for. Yeah. You thought about that. And I said, the only other thing would be that last name. I mean, just think of, I mean, it's, no one's going to be able to pronounce it, much spell it, and unless you're going to plan on a career of making movies with no one but Cher, you're never going to get a marquee that will fit that. Oh, movie. yeah, because it's so long. Right, right. So the, in, a, in a nutshell, I told him to lose his accent and change his name. <laughs> now, within, I don't know, six to nine months of, of doing that movie, or doing that meeting, he was like one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. I told a guy, 
I don't know if this will mean anything to you, a guy was friend, we were family friends with him, and he said, I think I'm gonna quit my job at Rock Sugar, the restaurant, and I wanna open a, like a, a taco truck, but with Korean barbecue. And I said, hey buddy, that's the worst idea I've ever heard in my entire life. You have a family, you should keep the paycheck. And he went, oh, okay. And he did it. And his name's Roy Choi. Yeah. He's the biggest chef <laughs> in the world right now. Okay. And he revolutionized taco trucks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and uh, he never lets me forget that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, thank God I didn't listen to you, right? Only... And I'm like, yeah. Do you, what, do you like- Is that cucumber? What it's is cucumber, it? yeah. Okay. Cucumber, roasted pepper, onions, Tomato. That's not roasted pepper, that's red pepper. Red pepper, red pepper, <laughs> red pepper. I'm so glad I got you guys here. I'm just like, red pepper. if you're supposed to roast it, you skipped a step. I did, I did not, I did not, you don't need to roast it. <laughs> it was never roasted when we had it there. I didn't think it was. Um, and then I put this parsley in. Yeah. Just a little bit. Is there a role you haven't gotten to play that you'd like to play? Like, like maybe a historical figure? I did play a historical character. I played Mozart in Amadeus. And let's see, any histor other historical? Uh, Gordon Miller's not a real person. Oh, Tony Hart in Harrigan and Hart, which is one of my favorite shows and one of the biggest bombs <laughs> that season. Really? Yeah. It's, it's hard when you're doing theater. Uh, it's not like a movie where the reviews come out and they're not complimentary. Well, you wrapped it two years ago. What do you care? Yeah. Same when your television series canceled. You know, you're not... You're not physically there. If you come out and don't get a good review in the New York Times, you're still running in that show. We, when I was doing Harrigan and Hart, it was a real audience show, and usually at the end we got a standing ovation. La laughed and people loved it. When the New York Times came out with their review, which wasn't even bad, it was just, oh, um, the very day that that came out, we went out there and it was like a funeral for at least a half an hour, 40 minutes. We really? slowly got back to where we had been all through previews and out of town. And by act two, everything was normal. But it was like people were afraid to enjoy it because they were told they shouldn't. I mean, people are sheep. I've seen it reverse, like room service. Wonderful farce directed by Alan Arkin. The reviews came out, it was one of the best set of reviews I ever got in New York. And it was one of those, run, don't walk, it's hilarious. Really? Yeah, yeah. So in any case, the night that went on, it's a, it's a, it's a farce. The, the Marx Brothers are in the movie version. But uh, the... Alan wanted a moment of calm before the ignition of the script because it quickly becomes chaos. Well, the curtain went up and people started snickering at us, me just reading the paper. I hadn't done anything. <laughs> and... Pierre Epstein, who was playing the waiter, did a couple of movements and they roared with laughter, which had never happened before. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. Nor was it expected to. Yeah. I'm just saying that people are very much influenced by, by reviews. And when you're in theater, you, you, you live with it, with your child until it expires. So yeah. it takes a, a lot of, out of you emotionally in a way movies and television don't. My Shopka salad's done. It's good. I'm yeah, gonna put a little salt in it. It looks good, right? Yeah. Looks like the one the kind we had there. Lovely. And then I'm gonna start cooking these. I'm gonna get the burgers on, little cheese. You guys everyone like cool cheese? I'm not making you a burger because I know you don't eat meat. Right. But I know if listen, if you break <laughs> down in the middle and we lose you to vegetarianism and you're like, I can't help it. What was the last meat you had? 
I'll have a filet mignon, but that's it. I'll have a filet mignon, So too. she's not vegetarian. Wait, she's yeah, just wait, picky. Wait, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. The, the real... Holy yeah, shit, is what you should have You called her a vegan, and she eats chicken all the time. Yeah. Oh, for real? And, and fish. And fish. Vegans don't eat fish. She's just like the pickiest eater. Even they don't when eat I was anything vegan, that has a face. She was still a picky eater. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You were vegan? Yeah, like in college, I went there. For what? Three and a half weeks? No, it was it was a while, like six months, but it just didn't work out health wise for me. That's the crazy thing about you is how normal you guys are. <laughs> well. I mean, but it is kind of crazy. <laughs> Everything's relative. Um, Nathan wanted to come today. I would have loved for him to come. Well, I said, well, Mom and Chelsea are probably going to go on camera with me. Oh, I don't want to do that, but I still want to come. He was going to come and not be on camera, so we'd be talking to him off camera the whole time. Oh, but, oh yeah. He, he, he had be, a dental appointment or something? Yeah, and a couple other things. And Griffin, our middle son, teaches martial arts at Mudu in uh, Santa Monica. Really? Yeah, he's a martial arts instructor. What kind? Oh, I mean... It's something that... The, it's like called integrated. Sunset. Yeah, yeah. a lot of different... Oh, it's, it's, it's like yeah. the MMA Karate. stuff where it's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't put any oil or anything. No, those are so filled with fat, they're going to yeah. cook by themselves. <laughs> Favorite movie when you were a kid? Go around the room. A Wizard of Oz was mine. Wizard of Oz? Oh, yeah. The really? Black and White King Kong. Ooh. And that's like the animatronic King Kong, right? Stop frame on animation. Stop. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Uh, yeah. But... Um, What's your favorite movie? Oh, I would say Sound of Music, maybe. Oh. Which I only saw like two years ago. I'd gone that long without seeing it. I mean, I felt like I'd seen it because you heard the music. My parents had the soundtrack and you'd seen clips and seen that opening a million times. But I never sat down and watched the whole movie. What about your mom leaving? Oh, do you want to tell that story? Because it is funny. Wait, what is it? (laughs) Well, when we were leaving Virginia and at one point... Uh, the word Nazi was used. Yeah. My mom went, Nazi? She goes, yeah. It turns out, my mom, when they got married at the end of Act One, thought, oh my God. The, thought the movie was over. <laughs> and left. And she <laughs> left. Because there was an intermission. She never saw the... So she, she just didn't... assumed it ended with them getting married. Are you so, serious? When you think about it, it makes sense. Because for her generation, you know, it, a story was told, and... They lived happily ever after. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> Nazis. But what's your favorite movie as a kid? Uh, as a kid. Uh, well, I mean. It's hard you to know, pick I grew just up, I grew one. up with you. You know? Well, I, it's, it's, it's hard to say. But I mean say. on television. Because I, I love. television? The, I love the Marx Brothers. I love Laurel and Hardy. I love our gang. Tell him that we're watching right now. Yeah, yeah, no, he bought the complete set of our gang. So we've been watching every... And beautiful prints. I mean, these things looked like, like they did in the 30s. Yeah. Just sharp, clear images. I don't know how they did it. Um, I was a huge fan of a TV show called Quantum Leap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I loved Scott Quantum Bacula. Leap. Scott Bakula. Right. I wrote a script where Scott Bakula lived next to me, and he was going through a divorce, and he taught me how to be a man. Mm. And, but he was like a wild man. He was like, come on. It's old school Hollywood. You got to live in old school Hollywood. Smoking cigarettes inside, bar late at night, no paparazzi. Let's go back to her place in Malibu. What was that like? Because I'm, I'm honestly, that's the version of this city I fell in love with, and I never got to see it. 
Yeah, when I met Mark and he did a Bob Hope Christmas special, and Olivia Newton-John was on there, she came up to him and said, oh, I know your girlfriend, because I used to clean a lot of people's teeth, and I had connections, so I knew more people than he did. Wait, you cleaned Olivia Newton-John's teeth? Yeah. She cleaned so many celebrities' teeth, that's the point. I mean, I clean. I say, how do you know that Fred guy? Oh, I cleaned his teeth. teeth. You cleaned Fred Astaire, what did his mouth smell like? I don't remember. I would, I would imagine okay. martinis and cigarettes, you know? Like, <laughs> he, I imagine that they'd come in, like, you... And they, he had a cast on his arm because he was like, well, this was 1976. Yeah. I don't know how old he would have been, but he'd fallen on a skateboard and had a broken arm. So he was still out there doing things. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Well, mm. Is it nerve-wracking to clean... Fred Astaire's teeth? No, she didn't care. No, it was just a job. It's another mouth, right? I used to, Anthony Hopkins. I cleaned his teeth. Yeah. Well, you know what? The burner that's closest to you is much fuller than the one that yeah, here it is. Oh, you know what I did, Mark? What? I'm an idiot. You're right. I'm looking at. I'm turning. It's one burner. I thought it was that two burners one on each you side. It's still really high. It's it's touching the surface of the... Oh, here, I'm going to move yeah. them up front. Once up again, front. he's telling you how to make burgers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is no, this right. is life imitating art. <laughs> this is life imitating art. All right. Without the... With the I, um, I wanted to have some characteristic that would get under your skin immediately. <laughs> well, you know that... You know, so I don't know if I told you the story about my dad calling and saying, so wh when do I hang out with Mark? I said, why? And he goes, well, he's playing me. I said, well, no, it's a version of you. And he goes, well, no, he's got to get to know me. And I said, well, no, Dad, it's not you. It's him. And he goes, hold on. What's your name in the movie? I go, Bert. He goes, okay, who are you playing? I said, well, I'm playing me. He goes, well, what's, what's Mark's name? I said, Al. And my mom goes, Albert, stop it. Stop it. This is a movie. He's an actor. He's going to make the character his own. You don't hear me asking about the mother, right? Like, who's playing the mother? I go, well, the mom's dead. She goes, I'm dead? I'm dead? Who killed me? I go, well, I don't know, Mom. It, we didn't really come up in the thing. And she's like, you don't even know how your mother died? I was like, no. She goes, I won't be in the sequel? I was like, Mom, there's no sequel right now. This is crazy. We need to talk to somebody. So will they be out for the premiere? I'm They're sure. coming out for the premiere. Yeah. They're dying to meet you guys. All right, these are done. So I'm going to put these off to the side. The burgers are almost done. Cheese on everyone's burgers. By the way, this is a real, like, I'm really trying things out here. Okay, we just lost one. Man down. But I haven't burned myself, and no one's caught on fire yet, so this is a victory. Well, just retrieve it with tongs. What's that? Can't you retrieve the one that fell with tongs? I can, and on this one yeah. will be mine. Yeah, so the show I saw last night... I thought, oh, good, he, he chose American cheese. So oh, yeah. You, I'm, what, I'm tracking with that. The only difference between you and I is I don't like the ones that are individually wrapped. They have a different texture than the kind that comes <laughs> pre-sliced yeah. by Kraft yeah. in a block. Uh, she, I agree. She, she knows that. Yeah. I know that, too, because I get So why would you have the individual ones? What? I, because I didn't, I didn't set it up. Someone else did. Ah. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I'll fire them. Good. <laughs> with extreme prejudice. With extreme prejudice, all just, right? Just throw a bunch of individually wrapped cheeses at them. All right, we got cheese going on right now. Is, a, is, this, is this hard for you, Mary Lou? Are you smelling this going like, God, it smells good. I don't know, maybe he should have made me a burger. 
I don't drink coffee, but I love the smell of it. Really? Yeah. I don't cheat on my wife, but I like going to strip clubs. You drink coffee. You well, just have to have a ton of sugar. <laughs> Clearly, it's a different that went right past you guys. I thought I'd get a response or something. She talked over I, you. I sort of checked. I sort of checked out for a minute because I'm intent. I'm focused on that cheese. You're focused on that cheese. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go two pieces of cheese because right now I'm gonna take two of these and put them on top as if it's a double cheeseburger. So it's not. What it is, is it's a Serbian double cheeseburger. Yeah, how do I do that? That's not it. Ooh, that's kind of... Does it get a little smoky in here? Oh, don't talk. All right, we're going to get these plated up. All right, what I want to do, I want to put... Watch this. That was my first question last night is, do we have to eat on camera? You just have to fake it, Mark. Oh. Act. Like I did in the movie, actually. Yeah, you you fake ate the cheeseburger in the movie. Yeah. Anytime you eat food where you're gonna have, you don't know how many takes it's gonna. I was in a play one time where you, they had to eat, Chicken, Cornish, wasn't it? Cornish game. Oh, yeah. Three bean salad, and there was a third item. Now, of course, on matinee days, you know, you could really dig into it. But it got old really fast. So you you figured out a way to appear to be eating, but really uh, fake it as best you can. In a movie, you never know how many times you're going to have to reshoot it. Yeah, I know. I I made that mistake. Oh, look at that. Does that (laughs) not look beautiful? It looks like cheese wheels. Good grief. That scene that I was in, the people kept drinking the beverages, and they kept having to refill them, and it's like sugar water. I was like, why are you actually drinking the, like, cocktail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to allow you to season your burger your way. I have... Ketchup and mustard right here. I will present the shopka salad onto the plate. And then, voila, oh, this, hold on, take a look at that. Yeah, it's beautiful. What, what kind of cheese is in there? It's a, uh, uh, cheese. There's no cheese? No cheese, what is oh, it? Oh, good. It's feta, it's feta cheese. Oh. So you lost Mary Lou. Yeah. We lost Mary Lou? That's another thing that separates us. I love cheese. I don't do dairy. Oh, really? I'm not even a big ice cream fan, although I do like a few. Okay, here we go. A little shopka salad on the side. I think that's why we get along, him and I. We have the same taste. Oh. So Chelsea has kind of taken over the cooking role that Mark used to do. Really? Yeah. Well, Mary's an only child. You know, she had parents that let her have Pepsi for breakfast. Pepsi and Pop-Tarts, two things that we never got. Can we get you a Pop-Tart? It was RC Cola and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Uh. Here, let me, uh, cake batter. Oh, Here you go, Mary Lou. I'll get you a Pop-Tart oh. for dinner. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, no. no, it'll be really good. They're I really sponsor. don't They're eat sponsor. Th- oh. They're sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Just fake eat it. Okay. <laughs> Look at this. What kind is it? Snickerdoodle. Ooh. <laughs> you guys, everyone's like, oh, pull out more. Okay, okay. here you go. This is your Serbian-American cheeseburger. Let's get that Thank one to you. Double style. Because you have a 
Here it you go with a shopka salad. It looks beautiful. Mary Lou, brought to you by Top Pop Tarts. Okay. You know what I really like is the rest of that tomato. Tomato. Oh, it it's looks an heirloom like a, tomato. Here, yeah, it get rid of real. the Pop Tarts yeah. and enjoy yourself a tomato. Do you want me to slice it for you? Uh, or if you give me a knife and fork, I you, can do it. Do you want to have one of the best? There? No, I don't. I don't. A little bit of oil and, and balsamic. Save those Pop Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to throw some ketchup on mine because I'm American. Is that what you recommend, or is it better just to taste I think, it? I think with this taste, adding a little flavor might not be a bad idea. Okay. What's that? Oh, we need forks for the salads. Here we go. I'm going to get a little mayo. Forks for the salads. Okay. And then here you go. Here's a knife in case you want to cut your burger in half. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, it's a monster. Oh, He's, the salad is great. For real? Yeah. <laughs> All the... Serbians would make me proud. Let me see. The salad is good. It tastes just like the kind you get in Serbia. All right, I'm going to cut mine in half and give you a beautiful cross section. Chelsea, what did I eat at that Serbian restaurant, like one of the last nights we were in <sighs> Belgrade? Look at that. How am I supposed Remember to Remember, it's the one that Marley picked? Look at that. Oh. Yours Everyone is look perfect. At that. Yours, this is a big burger. Okay, I'm going to go in for the first bite. There's a lot going on. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like there's been a, a home invasion in my mouth. <laughs> what do we think, guys? It's messy, but it's great. Yeah. It's, it's pretty messy. Good flavor. Oh, fantastic. Very tender. Yeah. Perfectly cooked. I just cooked. wanna learn how to eat on camera with the gusto that you do. <laughs> Mark, I go after it. Yeah. I do everything. I have a hard time slowing things down. Bert has no sensor or filter. The, or, the off switch. Yeah, the off switch, as you like to say. Oh, mm. that was a good bite. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic. You heard it here. Fantastic. Well, imparting, how do we, what's, what's something, what, Mark, what would you say to the people that are on the fence? Oh, turn the fan off. What would you say? to the people that are on the fence about going outdoors, going to the movies these days. How, how, what, what would you say to the people that, that are thinking, well, should I go see The Machine? <laughs> or should I go see Little Mermaid? <laughs> you know, that's perfect counter-programming because it's, you know, that's uh, uh, guaranteed to be this behemoth. But we are such an original alternative for people that are not, you know, that's not the, the, their priority because and seeing it with an audience is so much more Engaging. exciting yeah, than seeing it in a screening room. I mean, the communal experience is fantastic. And look, we're in the escapism business. Following the news is so depressing. We're so polarized as a nation and, you know, and it's 24-7. I've never seen it like this in this country before. And this is a wonderful escape from all of that. Yeah, it's like... It's, it's like, therapeutic. It'll do a body good to go and experience this with a full theater of people having the raucous good time. What's your order to movie theater? When you sit down to get a movie, what's your order to movie theater? We gotta have buttered popcorn, right? Yeah. And it's some kind of chocolate, whether it's chocolate-covered almonds or junior, junior mints. I like I like a and peanut, I have to have a peanut, I like a peanut M and M inside the popcorn where yeah. it gets warm and the and the oh yeah 
That's not bad. And then I like to get two hot dogs. I put them in my pockets for the middle of the movie so that'll keep them warm. And then I get a large Diet Coke. And then if I can, if they're drinking, I get cocktails and bring cocktails in. That's the best. How do the hot dogs hold up after being in your pockets? You'd be shocked pretty well. <laughs> pretty well. That's why I bring a vest in, two hot dogs in each pocket. Perfect. That's what I say. <laughs> or go to a theater that they'll serve you. We just went to the theater and dine in seats and they bring it to you. Yeah. That's the theater I want to go to. Yeah. Well, I, I since, Is that where do they... Where Marina they, Del Rey in Century City. There are AMC dine-in theaters. I didn't go to see... No, we yeah. went to go see Return of the Jedi. Oh, no wonder <laughs> I didn't weird. go. <laughs> we said, weird. And Mark's like, wait, I think I've seen this before. Yeah. I, was like, I think well. I lived this before. <laughs> you guys went and saw Return of the Jedi recently? Yeah. Chelsea and I did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it in theaters, and it's I'm not a gonna. Experience I'm not the gonna theater. go stream it. It's not gonna be the movie I put on on a weekend. So yeah, I, well, thing. I remember when they re- released them in '97, and the kids were small, and were I was have, surprised they wanted to see them. I said, "You've seen them ten times a day, you know, on, yeah. but never in a theater, Dad." We hosted a charity event for my school with them, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Did I make that up? Mm-hmm. Well, I took them all to see each one once in the theater, and I, I had never really. Uh, had that experience because when we saw them, it'd be like they screened it for the cast and crew, and you don't get to see it with real fans. Right. But the the machine it will be a hundred times more potent if you see it in theaters. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to just sitting there in your living room. So come the, on, the communal moment. Of get off the couch. America. Getting into a theater, yeah. putting your phone away, and disappearing into that large screen exactly. with yeah. the superior sound. It just it's it's what. So what I hope everyone's doing. Yeah. And I hope, my prayer is that I get to see it with you guys at the premiere in the theater. So I can't wait to see you guys hopefully May 25th. There's our premiere. You know what else opened on May 25th? Star Wars. The original. I... And that's the way you end the show. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I can have just a, a little bit of the sprinkle magic dust that he's got on our movie... It is an honor, Mark. To, it is an honor, Hamels, to call you my friends. Honor, Mark, it was an honor to work with you in my first movie ever. It was an honor to have you play my dad. And, uh, and just thank you. Thank you guys very much. Do I get killed in the sequel? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> that would make your mom happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This episode was brought to you by The Machine.